continue. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wise Under Years. As always, I'm your host, Aiden Tauscher, and today we have a very big, important topic, especially for teenagers, and I have two of my friends here. We got Charlie McBride and Andon Lee. Did I say your last name right, Andon? Close enough. Okay, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great, doing, yeah. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, all right? So, Charlie, you want to introduce the topic? What are we going to be talking about today? Relationships. Family, relationships friends, and loved ones. I like Ooh, other okay. Ones. Significant others or romantic. Ooh. That's Ooh. a <laughs> Ooh. Um, so let's go ahead and go right into it. So relationships, it's a big part of everyone, right? No one seems to can't live without another person in their life, right? We all grew up with families. Most of us have siblings, right? Or we have parents or family relationships or close friends, right? Well, uh, especially with the pandemic going on, it affected a lot of people's like relationships and like with friends and stuff. And a while ago, I did like a poll on Instagram and I asked people, have you lost multiple friendships or gained multiple friendships, kept slash kept the same friendships during quarantine? And 53% of the people who voted put they lost multiple friendships. How do you think the pandemic had an effect on people's relationships? It's hard for people to interact in person. Mm-hmm. Definitely in school. It was very mm-hmm. hard because being able to interact in person, most people are in-person people. They will talk in person. Mm-hmm. They, they don't they hate texting or they just will not really make an effort, but they will definitely make an effort in person. So losing that ability to talk to them in person would lose the ability to really talk to them as a friend because that's just not how they work. Okay. And what do you think? I completely agree with what Charlie's saying here. And I think just in general, because of the pandemic, forcing us to kind of just rely more on technology it kind of um, hindered our ability to make meaningful connections and trying to keep that up because naturally humans are social creatures so it's very difficult to maintain that over technology and stuff like that Mm -hmm. also honestly it could also be a stress factor because if parents if if a parent like somebody was struggling at home or like during just the pandemic in general, it could be hard for them to reach out to other people also. And all, it was just, and some people have their main friends that they talk to yeah. and they don't really want to give the effort to get to talk to other people. So that would, would be quote unquote losing the friendship because mm-hmm. they don't talk to them anymore. That's true. Now. Okay. And I got to ask you deleted social media at the start of the pandemic, correct? Correct. Sometime near that. Okay, so how do you keep your relationships intact, like with all your friends? Generally, I just try to keep it to, I usually rely on texting just because that's really my only method of uh, doing so. But generally, I just, even then, I don't really worry too much about that because I'm already an introvert at heart. So it wasn't too much of a difference. But actually, um, getting off of social media has actually been really helpful for me and just being able to actually realize what relationships I had and how much more meaningful they were because I took the time to just reflect instead of being on social media. That's very cool. Um, Social media is a whole other topic and we'll talk about that another time. But uh, Charlie, I got to ask you, what kind of power does relationships like have on us? Well, it can be a good or a bad power. It honestly works both ways. The power that a relationship could have on you would be, it can be very controlling. It does control people's lives. 
it really makes people working in a significant other way. It would be as someone will do something instead of, you know, what they usually do. It will change the way they, their schedule works. They'll stop doing certain activities to, just to hang out with them. But if it's just for family, it's honestly a good impact. Because if, if you can have a good relationship with your family, it's all, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Totally. And if you, if you have a bad relationship with your family, it's something you can always work on. Yeah, it's bad, but it's something you could always work on unless you have a, an abusive family, but that's another topic. But with friends too, friends really help in relationships because if you were talking about relationship with a significant other, good relationships come with friendships and good friendships end in nothing really bad. I mean, most people that you see that have best friends, they don't really just split unless there's some weird other drama type that we also probably talk about later, but that's, I don't know. It's just real friends will not split and real friends will carry on later in life. That's what I think relationships. Yeah, that's totally. Um, what do you guys think is some cons of a relationship? Like now we just, you kind of just cover most of the pros, right? It has a good effect on us. It, it, when having a good friendship or a family relationship or like a significant other, it helps us boost our spirits almost, right? But what are the cons of having like relationships? And do you want me to go or do you want to go? Um, I was just going to say that one con is that sometimes we kind of get overextended with our relationships, meaning that sometimes we have too many relationships kind of piled up on us and we have a tendency, some people have a tendency to get overloaded with that and that can be an issue because then you feel like you're um, focusing on too many things at once and I think that could become an issue. Yeah, that's so you're saying yeah. you might be better off having a smaller friend group but more built around it rather than a large friend group they don't have very strong foundation right because like you have to have uh, put in a certain amount of effort and energy into relationships for them to be consistent and stable so being able to like prioritize i guess you could say is a big deal when it comes to that mm -hmm. okay it's more of a it's more of a quality over quantity thing yeah, you never yeah. really see anyone truly happy with a lot of friends compared to somebody who's truly happy with a good friend. Mm -hmm. That's what I, that's what, that's what I've seen. I mean, I, even I've seen it firsthand. Mm -hmm. The people that I'm closest with, I have the most fun. The people that I'm, I, if I have a lot of friends, it's honestly hard to handle. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into like the main, the meat part of the episode we're going to talk about, as you know, relationships. But basically, if you guys are listening to this right now, most of you guys follow me on Instagram. And what I did the past couple of days is I asked you guys a bunch of questions and I wanted to hear you guys' answers. So basically, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these questions and talk about your answers and kind of go over them and listen to that. So, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead. So the first question I ask you guys is why do romantic relationships fail? Just based off that, what do you think, Andy? I think generally that a large part of it is um, a lack of maturity and communication. Mm -hmm. It's cliche, but especially for our age group, those seem to be the most relevant factors when it comes to that sort of thing. Okay, Charlie? I agree. It's very immature. People will do it as people will want to romanticize as mm -hmm. a sex drive 
people want to do it because they have feel pressure from others. But I really think it's a more immaturity because if you were mature, those two factors would not be in play. Yeah, very true. Maturity has a huge part of it. Um, so a lot of like, it's, I, I don't know if it's like more of a joking term, but it is used a lot and it's the word simp. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and talk about that? And do you think that has a huge play in uh, relationships failing? Yes. yes. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Why do you think that? Peer pressure. People will get mad at mm -hmm. other people calling other simps. And it'll either, it actually works both ways. It'll either end the friendship or end the relationship because it's mainly guys, guys on guys. Because girls don't care if other girl gets attached to another guy. It's guys on guys. And if a guy will, it'll honestly affect their friendship if other people are stubborn enough to keep calling them a simp. Mm -hmm. so I mean, sorry to cut you off there, Charlie. Oh, you're good. I was just going to say that sometimes part of it is even an ego thing. Like, um, with simp, it's become kind of like this really uh, cliche, almost insult, but it really doesn't hold any weight. But it's just mm -hmm. tossed around so often nowadays that it's really lost any sort of meaning. So anybody could be called a simp, and it really wouldn't matter what they were doing at all. Yeah. Yeah, but no. I, I really think that simping, or the, like just the term simping, is overused or misunderstood compared to when, you're act when people are actually using it against others in a mm -hmm. relationship topic or okay. just area because people if you were to like you'll get called a simp if you go bring your girl lunch that's what i'm saying like it's it's something it's a nice act that you'll be called simping and yeah there is certain degrees where you would be technically called a simp even though i don't really believe in it mm -hmm. but i don't know it's just now, something that's tossed around like andon said yeah now, for the people who are listening to this and don't really know what the term, like, simp means, simp means is when you're going out of your way to, like, help your uh, significant other and, like, kind of that sort of, I think that's, like, kind of the main meaning of it. And I think the word, term, like, the term simp is thrown around because, like, maybe uh, you're putting your uh, significant other over your friends and, like, does that, does that have a play in, like, maybe being called a simp, like, you're putting someone else ahead, like, I I don't know how to really explain that, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes okay. complete sense. Because, like, I, I've i even looked up, like, the, the true definition of <laughs> Google and, like, <laughs> an urban dictionary of what simp means. And it literally says when you put another person on a podium compared to others uh, and you treat them better than you would to mm -hmm. the other ones. But, honestly, it's kind of stereotypical because if you were to – treat a girl how you were to treat a guy it wouldn't work trust me if you've seen if you've and as me i can definitely agree that treating a girl is way differently is way different than treating a guy mm -hmm. yeah no definitely um okay and the last one i'll bring up that i think the biggest fail is expectations especially at this age we have huge expectations that coming from the other person but to be honest, we are all in high school, right? And we all have these lives that we have to handle. We have school, most of us have athletics, maybe extracurricular activities. And we're always expecting the other person to put in this, like, this huge, uh, like, um, huge, like, how was the word? Um, huge effort. effort. Effort, yes, thank you. Uh, a huge, like, 
force of effort into a relationship. And we don't always get that. And that's why a lot of times like relationships fail because the other person's not putting the same effort in as the other one. I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? And personally, I just think that generally expectations as a whole can be pretty damaging and not even just romantic relationships, but anything in general. But mm-hmm. when it comes to romantic relationships, I think that gen- that has uh, a much more, meaningful impact because expectations uh i think that can be a very huge um issue when it comes to relationships especially at our age just because um i think that there is a problem of like people idealizing others and therefore having higher expectations than is realistic uh, for their significant other at our age and i think that's why it can be such a big problem mm-hmm. okay yeah. Um, so we're going to move on to why do friendships fail? I think it's kind of a lot of the same stuff about romantic. It's a lack of immaturity, maybe expectations. Um, not the word simp more because that's more romantic stuff, <laughs> but uh, maybe like uh, expectations or immaturity. But another one is I got a lot of responses on was drama. Like, yeah, yeah drama. Drama, it's more of just being petty because people like you said they'll it's ego i forgot the word but it's ego it's motivated by their ego it's egotistical they will want to be petty and they want to keep their pride and their ego so they will do certain things to friends they'll they'll befriend certain people and become friends with certain people for their ego and it's and Actually, simping does tie in with friendships sometimes because it could be with a girl. You could be friends with the girl. You could want to be nice to the girl, not in a way that you like her, not in a way that you want to treat her as another girlfriend, but it, it could just be like that, and people will still be taking it as a as simping. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think the biggest factor out of drama is just communication, mostly. Because most of the time, drama is just spread around like that, right? Just like a snap of fingers, drama can be caused. And I think it's more of a lack of communication because when most of the time when we hear something like, oh, he said this about you, like or the first thing we think of is like, why did he do that, right? And we get mad at him rather than confronting him and talking to him about the situation. Like, how does communication have a factor in it? I think just like people have an instinct to get defensive, at the very first like sign of uh, what's the word not of conflict there it is so just generally when there's any kind of conflict people tend to get defensive instead of actually trying to be empathetic towards others I think empathy is a really important factor and when it comes to drama because when you're empathizing with another person like seeing things from their point of view then it's a lot easier to de-escalate a situation whereas when we just get defensive it's easy to turn aggressive and that can just make a situation a lot worse than it already was over something that's pretty trivial at times so yeah yeah I mean, communication is just a big part of our lives. You know, we got to be able to talk to one another in order to solve things. And Especially I, now in the pandemic, communication. Oh, 100%. Very 100%. important. Yes. Because, and that also, again, ties in with friendships being lost through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Communication yeah. is a huge factor. Because, if, again, if people don't communicate with each other, how are they going to mm-hmm. stay friends? It's yeah. not going to 
Yeah. 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 And then it goes on to forgiveness, you know, because communication, once you talk to each other and sort each other out, then you can forgive one another and you can move on. Right. That's kind of the big thing from communication is working things out. Unless you're stubborn. Like you don't <laughs> run into stubborn people who Which, don't want to work things out because they really think they're right. Yes, that exactly. I mean, like Charlie said earlier, part of it is an ego issue. And people aren't willing enough to just humble themselves and say, okay, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe you did something wrong. Let's put our differences aside and forgive each other. And I think that's just another issue. But like Charlie said, a lot of it comes from egos. Yeah, totally. So another question I asked that we can, won't be able to cover much is, uh, do you feel whole having more friends? And most of the answers were yes. But when I think of being whole, having more friends, you shouldn't like be more of yourself with your friends i think you should feel be whole by yourself you should be able to be whole by yourself right you shouldn't be a half and then another half coming together to make a whole like it's just i don't think it works as well so it comes back to more quality over quantity right you don't need more friends to make yourself whole you just need a good friend in there behind your back that you know has your back to help you feel more comfortable like no definitely because like um having uh, a support system of friends is really important, but it's also important that you get your own, uh, get yourself together in general, because like mm, when it comes to friendships and relationships and all that things, uh, I think that it should be more of a bonus, an add on to you rather than something that completes you. It should be something that's a privilege, I guess you could say it might be one way to describe it. And it is a privilege to have friends because, you know, we all uh, should be very appreciative of who's in our lives, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I completely agree. Even if you're an introvert or an extrovert, like Aiden said, he's at heart an introvert. He still has friends. It's not, I mean, it's it's not a problem to have friends. Yeah, he might, he might be more independent than others. But I think the part that we see that might other, like other people think are problems is when couples or other relationships call each other the other half. Mm-hmm. and that's I feel like it depends on the person if they I I think I've talked about this before when people actually find who they think is the right loved one I mean you find high you see high school sweethearts all the time mm-hmm. as married couples and uh, they can be divorced or they can be they can still be together but honestly like those are the people who really will make it out of high school and that's what really shows but like most people that date in high school don't date anymore so I don't know. It's just, a, it's something to look at and it's something that's really broad. It's pretty, it's a, it's just a, a straight statement, but it just seems pretty. Yeah. I, think, I, I, I think Charlie's onto something here. I think that connects again with um, the idea of expectations. Mm-hmm. Again, same thing. I think that it, really ties in neatly with what Charlie's saying right here. It's not necessarily, I guess, I guess it is expectations, but I think the way I was meaning it was necessarily like, just how couples will rely on each other and they will think they're romantic and they will believe that they think that they should be with that person for a certain amount of time for the rest of their life. And that causes, I guess that does cause an expectation to where they think that that person would always, is always going to be there for them. They're always just going to help them out in those situations, but sometimes it's, it's not going to happen. So. Yeah. Expectations is big part i'm I'm getting a lot of like uh 
lot of a over and over kind of thing. Like keep mentioning expectations, keep mentioning ego, keep mentioning like quality over quantity. Like those are some of the main points I'm kind of getting out of this. And this, sorry, go on. Go on. No, go ahead, Charlie. And this completely ties in with being able to know yourself. If you know yourself, you will not. Uh, these problems will not occur. You'll your ego will be fine. You'll be able to humble yourself. You won't be that stubborn. You'll be able to find people that you think that will help you in like later on in your life. You'll find your best friends. You'll find your loved one. Your family members will be completely fine unless again, it is a, just something you can't fix. But being able to find yourself is a huge factor in being able to hold friends and relationships in general. Yeah. Totally. And I like how you mentioned, like, once you be able to find yourself, then you can start surrounding yourself with people. And I think the way you find yourself, right, once you find yourself, you're going to know your goals. You're going to know what you want in life. You have, you're going to know if you want a family or not. Right. So I think when you're finding a friend, surround yourself with people who you want to be. Right. If you surround yourself with people the opposite of you, you're going to start turning into that and you're not going to go after with what you want in real life. And it kind of comes to like the thing we talked about, I talked about last episode was your mindset and your friends have a huge factor in that, right? I mean, and then how do you think friends have a factor in how you become? I think it's important because, well, generally we've been talking about how uh, you have to find yourself first, right? And that, that's, I completely agree with that. Like it's a lot better, but sometimes people need to figure themselves out and sometimes that's going to have to be through relationships and some relationships are going to fail. Some of them are going to be successful, but even through that, it's still a learning experience. And when Mm -hmm. it comes down to it, your friends and the people that you surround yourself, your environment will always have a huge impact on the way that you see yourself and the way that you view the world as a whole. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move on to um, why do you think teenagers rely on relationships? So, like, the biggest things I got was people feel lonely. We have idealization, peer pressure, recognition, ego boost, almost a lot of stuff we've mentioned before. And so why do you guys, if something I didn't list there, why do you guys think teenagers rely on friendships or significant others? I may have said it earlier, but I another, I think another reason why people were like teenagers will rely on relationships, is because it's honestly how they work. It could be they could be an, a complete extrovert, or they talk with people all the time, and they will feel some sort of depression or loneliness when someone isn't there. When they have when they feel like they're not able to talk to someone, even though they're an extrovert, and that's where I think that like there is another factor in this and it is a lot of immaturity people will prioritize wrong things especially teenagers they don't they have a misunderstanding of what is more important later on in life for the long term compared to the short term and sometimes it just doesn't work out they rely on each other and just won't work out yeah so you mentioned extrovert now and earlier you said you're an introvert correct yeah so how do you think having an, being an introvert, how do you think that has an effect on relationships? I think it's somewhat of the same, although maybe a little bit different in some respects. Like um, 
being an introvert, it can be a little bit more difficult for some people to connect with others, especially now. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to relationships, uh, introverts usually tend to be a bit more quiet and reserved, which can be, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, for, I, I can't remember at the moment, but like, in a sense, they're, they have more difficulty with uh, maintaining relationships. And sometimes an introvert can rely, and considering that's usually introverts have like uh, smaller circles, sometimes it can be an issue where they rely too much on that group of friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, personally, what I'm seeing is what's the biggest thing we get out of relationships? It's, I think it's attention. People want all this attention in the world, right? They want to be, they want to feel loved. They want to feel like they're appreciated. They want to feel like they feel comfortable with another person. That's why we have relationships. But at the end of the day, like we've mentioned before, you need to feel comfortable with yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to be appreciated of yourself. You don't need it. You shouldn't need rely on another person to feel that way. Okay. Like personally for me, I just, I just say, screw you to whoever says something bad about me, right? I mean, it's like kind of the mentality that you need to have. You need to be like, I like who I am. I am a great person in this world, and I'm going to do something big on this planet, right? You need to have that mentality of like, you are the best person you know, and no one can change that. No, that's, and social media has a big play in that, right? We post stuff on social media and have other people like hype us up, right? We, we have people like comment like, oh my God, you're so pretty, right? Because people want to feel satisfaction through others. And we need to change that mentality of you need to be satisfied with yourself. And it's controllable. It's always controllable. People can always control who comes and goes in their life. And like you said, you will say, screw off to whoever. Yeah. Your life. But it's honestly something that people don't do because they want the satisfaction they don't care if they're a nuisance. They don't care if they don't really help them that much later on, but they just want that attention for the moment because people, again, prioritize the wrong thing. Like what is having a lot of attention in high school going to do you for later on in a job application? <laughs> oh, I was the most popular kid in high school. Therefore, I should get a job, right? It, it doesn't work like that. Are you going to get a – being popular in high school, how is it going to help you get a job for a businessman? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think – that part of it is a generational issue like i think our generation has um, a problem with having distinct and meaningful relationships with others and like when it comes down to it we were talking a lot by like external validation and uh, again a lot of it ties into social media and that's why i think that generally having meaningful relationships is something that has to come through um authentic connection like again being in person and also knowing yourself those are pretty big factors in being able to develop the meaningful relationship yeah now i'm not now we're not saying that you shouldn't have any friends because that's completely like yes uh some relationships are bad but you'd you should be rather be want to be alone than being a toxic relationship because at the end of the day, toxic relationship isn't going to do any any better than being alone. Okay, when, if when 
you're alone, you start figuring your things out, right? And then that's when you start getting more friends. And once you start getting yourself surrounded with the right people, that's where you continue to grow as a person. And so if there's something we need to take out of this, Charlie, what do you think is the, one of the biggest things to take out of this? Knowing yourself. Being Knowing able yourself. to find your own state mentally and in a sense physically. But mainly just being able to know where you are and how you feel and how you will react to certain things and what you think you need. All right. What about you, Andy? Um, like Charlie said, knowing yourself and then also boundaries, knowing Bound. boundaries, being able to have and set healthy boundaries, limitations, knowing your own limits and then knowing others limits and just not trying to go in with no expectations as a whole. Mm. Being able to yes. pri- prioritize what is more important. Yeah, that's a good word. Prioritize. Definitely. Yeah, more <laughs> in a long term than short term when you find new things. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, but uh personally i think is surround yourself with a good friend group right i have a couple things listed down so know where you are mentally like charlie and anna were talking about learn yourself through the process right just like i said before grow you the only way everyone grows a little bit every day and it's a matter of fact if you want if you want to accept the learning process because everyone's going to be learning especially through high school right? And having a job, you're going to be learning new things every day. And I think just learn the process and enjoy it. All right. And then play the game of life. Okay. Play the game of life when light, when some bad stuff are going to come your way, right? No one has just a clear pathway, like the, uh, the fall of the yellow brick, brick road, right? There's going to be obstacles on that road, on that pathway for you to overcome. So I think, a lot of that is with friendships. So overcome those obstacles with those friends and grow yourself and learn the process. And like Andy said, find a balance on relying on relying on people and relying on yourself. But any last things, thoughts you guys want to mention? Um, I would just say try not to compare yourself to others as well. Just everybody's at a different stage. So it's okay if you're, uh, quote unquote, a little behind in the process. Just take your time. Yeah. Your microphone looks cool. (laughs) (laughs) You got a little stand right there. You know, it looks fancy. And yours looks, I mean, I have this. This whole thing is a mess, but (laughs) you just have this thing right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, that's it. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for coming on. Um, I learned a lot personally through you guys, and I just thought it was cool to see your guys' point of view. Because we have, Charlie, you are an extrovert, right? I would assume you are. Yeah, for the most part. And then Andon's an introvert. And I think we got two kind of different point of views, but they all kind of led to the same thing. And I think that's what matters most is what people getting out of it. So uh, thank you guys for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you guys on. Thank you, Aiden. Nah, thanks, Aiden. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah. That's awesome. And for you guys listening, um, thank you for uh, listening or watching this video. Um, We are going to be growing the podcast some more. So we're going to get this on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, if you're watching on YouTube, go listen to Spotify. We are going to have some other uh, channels we'll be on. So like I'm going to try to get on like other podcast networks. But uh, thank you for guys who are listening or watching. And I hope you guys have a great day. And let's keep improving detail by detail. Follow him and give him money. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, go follow ahead. him. Make yeah, sure you follow him.
Yeah, go ahead and follow my Instagrams. Uh, they'll be in the down below and check out my TikTok. I'll be posting stuff on there about uh, motivation and stuff. And if you guys want to help donate and help grow the podcast, uh, there's a link in the uh, description and you guys can donate every month. Uh, thanks you guys for listening and have a blessed day.